0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no faith can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. How blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant upon his arrival. Amen, I say to you, the master will gird himself and have the servants recline at table, and proceed to wait upon them. And should he come on the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, how blessed are those servants. But be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have allowed his house to be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour that you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward, whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? How blessed is that servant whom the master upon arrival finds doing so. For truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all of his property, But if that servant says says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make preparations, nor act in accordance with his will, will be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, will be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, we continue our, our journey to Jerusalem with Jesus. he's set his face like flint to the cross of uh, Calvary. And St. Luke describes that in these, uh, these times that he's surrounded by thousands of people who are listening to him. I pointed out that we have about 750 chairs here in this space, so you could probably get a good thousand people standing here And about equal amount in the plazaway. So that's very plausible that uh, sometimes we think, oh, that's just an exaggeration. No, probably really wasn't. There were probably literally thousands of people listening to our Lord. We have a number of themes uh, and sources of meditation, but I'm going to focus on just three. uh, Because you want to have donuts after Mass. So first of all, our Lord constantly and consistently tells us, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Fear is the greatest enemy that we have because fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. And Jesus assures us, this is the great revelation of Jesus, is that God the Father wants us in his kingdom. God wants to have a relationship with us. Our Father loves us. Some commentators have gone through the, the scriptures because they have little or nothing else to do, and they have counted the number of times that it says, do not be afraid. And some of them have come up to 365 times. 365 days, huh? So the point being is that throughout the scriptures, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, God is revealing to us, don't be afraid. It's the most natural, though. But I have come, and you don't need to be afraid any longer. Secondly, our Lord reiterates what he said last weekend, which is to keep our treasure in heaven. Last week, we were reminded that we're just stewards of the gifts that we've been given. That these gifts are a means to the end. The end of course is our relationship with God the Father. Our family, our friends, our sexuality, our possessions, our vocations. All of these are our means of our relationship with the Father. But this relationship really does begin today. It's not just something that happens when we die and go to heaven. Right here, right now, we have a, what we would call a foretaste of heaven. Or an appetizer. So an appetizer of course you know is that that just small dish of food that's served before the main meal just to kind of stimulate your your appetite. Now most of us wouldn't ruin our whole dinner with just an appetizer because we're looking forward to the dinner and especially dessert, right? But the appetizer could ruin that. So it is with the gifts of this world. They're just a little foretaste, just a little appetizer, a prelude of seeing God face to face. Finally, our Lord encourages us to be vigilant. Uh, When I was a young lad, I was at St. Patrick's Parish here in Wichita, and I played football. I was really bad at it, too. And uh, in baseball, they always stuck me in right field where no one would hit, but in football, they would put me out there on, as a defensive end. And my job was to be vigilant. They told me, the coach said, if they run it up the middle Van Haverbeek, don't worry about it. We've got other guys who are much bigger than you that will stop it. Your job is to prevent what was called a sweep. So when you see that quarterback leaving the pocket And moving to the outside, that's when you need to be in place. You have to be vigilant. That's a great analogy. All of the different sports that we play, there's a, a vigilance in playing that sport. And that's what our Lord is asking us. He's saying, be vigilant with your possessions, your relationships, your sexuality, even your opinions are they orientated to the final glory of heaven or are they an end in themselves orientated to oneself? One must be vigilant. We've got to be really careful. Otherwise, we just get swept away by our society, a secular society who does not believe in the kingdom of God but rather believes only in a kingdom here on earth. The author to the book of Hebrews said that faith is the realization of what is hoped for. And faith is the evidence of things not seen. We hoped for God's love and presence in the Old Testament. This is what our ancestors, that's what they were hoping for. God's love and God's presence. Jesus made what we hoped for a reality. Jesus is the evidence of what is unseen. Therefore, you and I in this 21st century, we don't need to be afraid any longer. For our Father is pleased to give us the kingdom of heaven. So we don't need to be afraid. Our treasure is in our relationship with the Father. Therefore, today, we're vigilant.